0: mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices message and data rates may apply bank of america and a member fdsc do
1: you know what time it is it's a max effort monday yeah whether you're in the car or at the office it's
0: time to give it your max effort just like bo and blake so hey don't let your family down like a dead on vacation right come on get off your ass oh and give it a max effort i'm ready to take this all the
1: Uh, Steve Robertson on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. There's a lot of unrest within the Mississippi State fan base over baseball. They're 15 and 36 in the last two years. Tough to excuse that 15 and 36 in the last two years. They have three series left, and Arkansas this weekend, LSU, and then A&M. Uh, you know what's realistic down the stretch. Yeah. I think I think I, I, you know Steve where, what do you think they have to hit to come back or do you think they're coming back regardless of what happens down the stretch?
0: Well, I don't think the staff returns intact.
1: Well, I, no I, I take out Foxhole. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean obviously uh you know I'm honest. Doesn't have a tremendous amount of vocal support within the fan base, but yeah, uh, you know, I've spoken to some people, you know, in administration that uh, you know believe that he'll probably get another year to kind of right the ship. And uh, you know, of course, it's still a very fluid situation. You judge seasons based on their totality, and so you know we'll see what happens. But you know, you're facing three NCAA regional teams here in the final three weekends, and uh, two of those three battling for a top eight national seed. So uh, everybody you've got left to play has got something to play for. Uh, You do too, but not nearly the same stakes. You know, Mississippi State just trying to get to Hoover. And and let's just be honest about that. I mean, the fact that the state's scuffling here at the end of the season, two consecutive years, just to make the SEC tournament, is just simply not acceptable.
1: Okay. So the fan base is not going to be happy, um you know, if they go two and seven down the stretch, uh, apathy is going to be set. What's realistic, too, in July, flipping this roster, uh, even with the 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 recruiting class coming in, you don't know what you're going to net with the draft. You don't know who's going to stay in the, you know, I think there's some question marks with Gerangelo and Lofton hanging around. So really, I mean, you're talking about, Flipping a, probably a minimum of 10 pitchers. You'll have to have NIL, NIL money. Um, you know, you need to go get, what, three starters? It, they don't all have to be weekend. Three starters, three setup men, and at least one or two closers. I mean, how realistic is this from July 1st to August 10th or whatever? Steve, if this plays out and Lamonis and Gotro uh, come back.
0: Well, the portal aspect of it is, you know, a lot of those guys are one-year guys, you know. So the, you know, the chance to play in a southeastern conference in front of these fans and and you know in this league, and there's only 14 teams that can offer that, uh, and and very few can offer the same atmosphere and experience Mississippi State does. So, I, I don't think they'll struggle to find guys in the portal. Um, I, I don't, but you know, the bigger issue is. And that that's just not sustainable. You know, having to be so reliant on the portal. You need the guys that you recruit and develop to be, you know, the nucleus of your team. You know, there's some young guys here, like you know Ross Heifel and Hunter Hines and Dakota Jordan. You've got some pieces to kind of work around. But um, yeah, I think you probably got to get another outfielder for sure. But uh, you know, pitching's a big issue. I mean, it's like you know, you look at the uh, you know, with you know, kind of Saturday being the outlier. I mean, you know, Tennessee. One, you know, has been a really good pitching staff the last couple of years, and State hit them around pretty good. The problem was you just couldn't hold leads. I mean, I, I sat there on Friday when State had the big lead, and members of Tennessee media were already thinking about a rubber game on Saturday, and I was like, just, just wait. You know, you guys are a little bit premature here. I've seen this movie several times, and then I had somebody on Saturday. I said, hey, Steve, you've probably seen more SEC baseball than all of us combined. Where does this staff rank in the Southeastern Conference? Well, it ranks 14th. I mean, the numbers bear that out. Uh, it, it's, it doesn't take some insider take to see that. I mean, this is a team that just really you know, struggles to continue to, to maintain leads. And you thought maybe you had some things figured out. But, you know, you, you look at how well they pitched against Ole Miss uh, in four games. And maybe that's an indictment on Ole Miss as well. You know, that Ole Miss couldn't capitalize better on this pitching staff that struggles to strike miss Mississippi State.
1: I think it is. Steve Robertson, jeanspage.com, 247 Sports talking MSU baseball Lamonas his future what do they have to do against Arkansas at home LSU on the road and am at home all three of those teams are better than Mississippi State now does that mean that they can't still a game here or there no uh, so what you just laid out you're talking about eight to ten portal pitchers knowing that the 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 net on an, a legitimate SEC pitcher would be Maybe forty percent. I yeah. I don't see where the numbers work in July to retool the roster to this extent, Steve.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm concerned about that too because you have to basically process some guys out of here. You know, and and there's probably some that need to be. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, you know, and I'm going to say some things that you know maybe hurt some people's feelings, but nobody's bigger than the M over S and certainly not your feelings. Right. I mean, you know, so, and the reality of it is, is we've got some guys here that they can't play here. I mean, you know, you, you, bring them in, you hope they develop and, and you've got to take some responsibility that lack of development too, but you know, they, they took some guys this past, uh, class that were marginal to say the least and Mississippi state should never be out there scraping the bottom of the transfer portal barrel. Are work in the JUCO ranks for guys that uh, struggle to throw strikes in junior college and then bring them to the Southeastern Conference and, and expect to fix them. I mean, nobody's that smart. you got to go get guys that have a history of strike throwing, no matter what the velo is. I know that's the big buzzword these days is VLO and spin rate. You know, give me guys that are going to throw strikes and compete and change fees and keep guys off balance. Uh, that They may not light up the scoreboard, but they're going to put zeros up there.
1: Okay. So, I don't. I I mean, best case scenario, I guess you keep Gerangelo and Lofton. I don't. I'm not sold on that. Um, Cade Smith is a sophomore.
0: Cade Smith is listed as a junior in the classroom, but of course, uh, you know, he's only had,
1: you know, a couple years of.
0: He he threw in 21, threw in 22. He'd have that year, that extra year available to him if he needed it. Well, I guess not, he wouldn't because he he was a 2020 draft guy. Yeah, but he... uh, Oh,
1: So he's draft eligible.
0: Yeah, so he's draft eligible. So he'll have a decision to make, you know, because he pitched in, pitched some in 21, pitched some in 22, and now he's pitching now. So he's he's a junior. How
1: do you read that? What do you think he will do?
0: Yeah, I think the fact that he missed so much time this year, you know, he, he probably should come back, but you know there are some people out there that uh you know think an awful lot of them. you know I, I think that he could be a guy that gets drafted in a position where he has to kind of sit down with his family and his advisor and then work through these things. I don't think that he's the guy that will go in the you know top ten rounds, but you know he's a guy obviously that has some natural abilities willing to compete and uh you know the basketball could probably use a little more uh sink to it, but you know it, he, he's your best option right now on the mound on the weekends. And, you know, I think it'll be interesting to see kind of where he falls in the draft and then um, the decision he makes there you know, kind of moving forward.
1: What would you put as far as uh, I've only got a minute percentage of keeping Gerangelo? I mean, Lofton hadn't even pitched, but Gerangelo and Lofton. And this, do you, are you buying in the whole CeCe Sabathia thing and this guy could get a job somewhere and blah, blah, blah? I mean, what, what do you make of that?
0: I don't, I don't know what to make of any of that stuff right now. I, I think the reality of it is, is that you know, when you've got guys that have the pro potential, and you'll often a guy that many people believe will be a first rounder. Geronimo obviously doesn't hit the same measurables, but it's going to be tough to keep them both. You know, at this point, I think you hope to keep one of them, and then you know, find you a, a
1: replacement somewhere in the portal. If they go one and eight, is he back?
0: I think he is, and I don't think the fan base will be happy about that, but I do.
1: I I think he's back with changes on the staff. Okay. We'll leave it there. Steve was in Knoxville over the weekend. Thanks, Steve Robertson, the Boneyard Podcast, 247 Sports. He joined us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Steve believes if even if he drops a 1-8, and I guess because of the freshman class currently and the signing class coming in, that he'll have a chance to – to hang around for another year in 2020, he being national championship coach Chris Limonis uh, Brought to you by Highball Lanes, open for lunch. Check out the Catfish Reuben; it is amazing.
0: Elevate your summer with Osea's best-selling body care set. It's everything you need for radiant summer skin on the go. Featuring travel sizes of Osea's clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral skincare, like their best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Right now, you can get the best-seller's body care set, a $78 value, 33% off. And use code SUMMER to save an additional 10%. That's an additional 10% off at oceamalibu.com, code SUMMER.